Retaining physicians and attracting new talent looks different since COVID-19, prompting healthcare systems to pivot and embrace a new normal. Welcome to Industry Insights, a healthcare podcast presented by Novant Health. I'm your host, Gina DiPietro. Physician engagement and workforce burnout aren't new concepts in healthcare, but how leaders are tackling this is evolving. The pandemic changed the way people work, and physicians, like everyone else, have new expectations. Here to dive into the strategy is Novant Health's Dr. Pam Oliver. In her role as Executive Vice President and President of Novant Health Physician Network, Dr. Oliver oversees hundreds of clinics and nearly 2,400 physicians. Listen as she explains why younger generations are prompting healthcare leaders to think outside the box, how healthcare systems are attracting physicians in a competitive market and retaining the ones they have. More on that and her thoughts on what she calls the secret sauce. Thank you for listening. We as physicians are blessed to be part of a profession where we have a sense of purpose in all that we do. And that purpose is to help take care of our patients, right? And to heal our communities. Value-based care is about outcomes. It's about providing high quality care. It's about being conscientious and containing costs. And it's also about engaging the patient. We know that when patients are engaged, that they are more likely to follow recommendations, to follow through, it builds trust. And we know that Physician engagement leads to better outcomes in all those areas. When our physicians are engaged, they feel like they're part of a team. They are always looking at ways to do better about how we take care of patients, listen to our patients' needs. We then see that our patient experience is better and outcomes are better, right? And so it all is intertwined because we cannot be successful without a high level of physician engagement. Right now, doctors are leveraging a competitive market. It kind of makes me think of that term, buyer's market. So how are health systems pivoting to stay competitive and attract physicians and possibly their referral networks too? We see the pendulum swing a lot in healthcare where three decades ago, it was probably much more uncommon to be a part of a health system and we had more independent practices. And I came out of residency into an independent practice that then became part of Novant Health. So I recognize this journey. What we have to make sure we continue to do, we work on this every day, is we try to make sure that we are investing in resources to help make it easier to take care of patients. It is incredibly hard today in patient care, whether it's EMRs that are necessary evils. Some people would say our EMR is top rated amongst our physicians for ease of use and satisfaction. So we invest in it every day to make sure that it is an enabler and not an impediment to taking care of patients. We are investing in teams to wrap around our physicians to make sure that they have support to take care of our patients. So we bring physicians to the table to help figure out what are those things that can help you so we make the right investments. We also try to balance safety and compliance and legal matters with autonomy. The things that you know physicians want, we're professionals and we want to make sure that we have autonomy to take care of the patient the way we feel like it is best. So autonomy where it matters is what we continue to strive for and make sure we live up to that to stay competitive. 
Your answer there, you touched on something else that I wanted to speak with you about, and it's what's the value to physicians in being part of a medical group versus being independent. When you're independent, you probably feel at least like you have, you have the ability to make lots of decisions. Not all those decisions are wanted. As physicians, I don't think we want to make some of those business decisions. We try to make sure we can have physicians engaged at the clinic level and as much as we can in the market or system to be part of that, even if they're not individually making every decision about parts of their team. But what we are saying is, you know, it is about being part of a bigger team. That is incredible today, right? To be part of a family where we are all engaged. I have cardiologists who help take care of my patient. I have, you know, neurologists, all these specialties that we jointly are aligned and we all are marching in the same direction in service of our patients and take care of our communities is important. Some of it is about security and I don't want to make that feel like it's false security, but I'll say as we ponder the decision of staying independent versus joining a health system, you know, one of the things that we looked at was it was incredibly stressful with all the ebbs and flows. And I think the pandemic has highlighted that even more, that there's so much that can change with regulations, with laws that we are challenged with as a system. And it's even more difficult if you are smaller, independent, and you don't have maybe those resources or access. And so for some people, that's a trade-off that they are okay you know, making. For us, it is really about how to provide the most security for our physicians so that they can focus on taking care of our patients because that's what we value is that they are there to help us heal our communities and not having to sweat it out because of some change that's made elsewhere. Going back to this idea of attracting talent, besides salary, which is kind of a given, what incentives are you finding that physicians want or what messages are really resonating right now? It's a plethora of options that we feel we need to offer because I always tell people, if you met one physician, you met one physician. You know, what matters to one may not even resonate with another. And so we really try to come at this from a holistic approach of what are all the areas when it comes to security or empowerment that we can look at. So some things come down to, you know, benefits, right? So the basics of safety is I feel like I can, you know, feed my family. So we want to be competitive with salaries. We want to be competitive with our benefits. You know, we've extended our paid maternity leave, paternity leave or bonding leave, and even a week of paid caregiver leave for our physicians to try to ease some of that stress for when life happens. And then it goes all the way up to what are the things that we can do to make sure they have opportunities for being engaged in other areas, right? So we have strong physician leadership within our medical group, with our system, that lots of our physicians want to do something outside of clinical care, we provide those opportunities for them to either grow, for us to include them in leadership programs or at the table so they can continue to seek opportunities for leadership if they want to, or be engaged with teaching from our residency to the new UNC medical school campuses that will be in Charlotte and exist in Wilmington, to involvement in research. So all of those types of things are important. And then I think it's the support. You know, some of the incentives are not like transactional in the traditional way, but they're more around, we have a resilience program that our physicians don't have to pay for, but it's about investing in their mental and emotional well-being and, you know, trying to prevent burnout and boost their resilience, looking comprehensively at what our physicians need to stay healthy in these challenging times. 
You mentioned that concept of dyad leadership. We tout that our secret sauce as a system is that we have physicians engaged in decisions throughout the medical group, or throughout the system really, top to bottom. So whether it's Dr. Eskiaglu and myself representing our physician and clinical services at the executive team level, all the way to our physicians who are working and practice full-time, we call frontline physicians, helping work through and run their clinics, to being involved in leadership at the market to determine growth and our protocols for safety. When that works well, it is phenomenal. And I say we get it right the majority of the time. And that is that the administrative leaders have their own skill set. The physicians come with their own expertise and skill set. We all come to the table in alignment about what we want to achieve. And we work through it together to come up with something that makes sense for and can help us excel at patient care and safety. Burnout was a concern pre-pandemic, and in a lot of ways, COVID-19 exacerbated that. And life is different now. More people are working remote, and physicians, like everyone else, want and expect a new balance in their lives. So how can healthcare systems now and in the future work with their physician partners to achieve this? We have, as physicians, the same stressors on us from a work-life perspective as others might. And so we are starting to see whether it's generational changes and what people value. And our younger generations are really forcing, in a good way, us to consider how we start to work differently to achieve balance or integration. Personally, what we've started looking at is challenging ourselves and our teams to think outside of the normal work routines. So telehealth brought forward options for physicians to balance out in-person versus telehealth, which aren't necessarily easier, but provide a balance of the way that we work that for some people is value and gives them a little bit more flexibility. So that in of itself, we started to really look at how we can incorporate that into the traditional way we do business. So if I wanna drop my kids off, can I do that without having to like sacrifice being full time? Like how can we work with the clinics on staffing? How can we work through all those things? Those are the types of things that we really have started to look at when it comes to, you know, post-pandemic, work smarter, not harder. How do we leverage the team? I feel we can still do that and balance out patient demand and needs. We really have focused a lot on our teams working together too. You know, so if one clinic or one team is having a difficult time figuring their way through, that's part of being part of a system. You have a team, usually close, that can help you and dive in and you all work through it together that not feeling alone is priceless. Your answer to that question reminds me of the phrase, change is the only constant. So true. We don't want change for change's sake, but I think the world around us is changing so quickly. This pandemic has really shown us that we can do that. Like we can experience significant change, we can get through it, but we do have to evolve because if we don't, I don't think that what worked for us in 2019 is gonna work for us post pandemic that there is a new norm and that we have to embrace it and figure out how to thrive in that if we're gonna be successful. Dr. Thomas Jenicky, Novant Health Senior Vice President and Chief Wellbeing Officer, recently said in another Industry Insights podcast that when a physician leaves an organization, it costs about two to three times their salary to replace them. So keeping talent is also really paramount. I'm curious how you go about doing this. Does it start with 
intentional listening or where can people really start to wrap their brains around this? We say that around patients too, to retain a patient versus to go seek a new patient is much better to retain the patient. We may not get to a point where it's zero, but we want to make sure that we do everything we can to retain our physicians and that's through engagement in lots of ways. I walk into clinics every day, I see various cultures and I see where things are being done well, I see where people have resources, I also see where we have opportunities. And so I personally have to depend on a slew of teams to help us keep our physicians engaged and retain our physicians. The clinic administrators who are really side by side with our physicians and are hearing and seeing their needs and they're elevating those needs. That is the managers above them who are helping to remove barriers and to put things in place. Ultimately, I'm accountable for that, but I would say I have to do that through empowering and using teams to listen to our physicians. And I think a lot of it is around communication, right? Tell me what it is that you need. Let's talk through what we can do, what we can't do. Even when we can't do what a physician asks us about or for, having the conversation and explaining it and listening and then even thinking maybe not that, but something else is crucial. It's all the other stuff I told you, like we want to be competitive in comp, we want to make sure we have benefits, etc. But we'll never be exactly like any other system. We have to do what works for our markets, for Novant Health, for our patients, but we have to engage the physicians. And that in of itself, I think is the most important thing for retention. Anything else that you'd add on this topic before I let you go, Dr. Oliver? No, I appreciate you doing this segment. As a physician working at Novant Health, working in our communities. It is a pleasure for me to be able to work as hard as I do, but for this. I love working for our patients and I love working for our teams and our physicians. And so I hope that all of our physicians understand the important role they play. They are leaders. We have 1,800 now physician leaders, whether they are named or not in all of our spaces. And we truly appreciate it on behalf of our community, on behalf of our nation. Thank them for all that they're doing. It's definitely a blessing to enjoy what you do. Yes, it is. Gina DePietro here, and thank you for listening to this episode of Industry Insights. You can find the podcast I mentioned with Dr. Thomas Jenicki on workforce burnout and many others under the Industry Insights channel of the Novant Health Podcast family. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you.